What's good, everybody? My name is Brandon McCollum, also known as BMXC, and this is Nice Minds. I'm with a very special guest today, my dude, Goldilock. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, bro. I'm doing real good. How about yourself? Man, I'm doing good. I'm I'm figuring out my way through this uh, craziness of the last couple of years, but but I'm doing all right, man. Um, So... I became familiar with you through Instagram. Um, yeah. We've been following each other for a while, but I don't I don't really think we've had any sort of like back and forth. But you said that you're interested in getting on the podcast. And then like I, you know, I think I probably checked out your music before because I check everybody out. But when you said you wanted to be on, I, I checked out your stuff and I was like, oh, damn, how do, have I not heard of this dude before? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you get your start in music? How long you been doing it? Man. I really started recording music in my junior year. That was like 2015, 2016. I actually started recording music, but I've really been around music like my whole life, though, honestly. Because even my older brother makes music as well, so that's what really got me started. But it was 2015, 2016 when I really actually started recording myself. Oh, that's what's up. So you're relatively new then. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, it's been like my fourth year, fifth year being like actually consistent with it, but it's been fun. I always get really impressed by people who have said that they've only been doing it you know for a short amount of time because i'm going on 20 years at this point bro really 2002 was when i had my first show um i start i started as a rapper as well then i also started making beats like shortly after i started rapping yeah that's what's up. yeah I, I was i was actually going to ask you if if you needed any beats because i would love to throw some stuff your way bro for sure we definitely hooked that up after this yeah let's get it Hell yeah, man. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been doing it for like 20 years now, which is crazy because uh, I think October of this year will be uh, 20 years since my first set. That's big though. That's big. Yeah, hell yeah. What made you keep uh, stay consistent with it? I wouldn't say that I've been really consistent over the years. I mean, it's always been my my dream to make it with music and it still is. Um, but I've I've fallen off and gotten on so many times. I mean, so... So like over, you know, the first, um, the first like few years, like I put out a project in high school, um, my senior year, um, and I was bad, man. I was like, I was bad, bad. So, so I put out this project, um, and like, I was just clowned around school. Cause I, I did my first show in front of like 300 people at my school and, um, it was my senior year and I was just like clown for the rest of the year. Cause this was at the beginning of the year I put out this project. It, it was terrible i mean i you know i got a little bit of traction like with like you know a small community of people that would come to my shows and it was cool yeah. um but I, I just kind of like after after that i i just kind of stayed in the lab and I, and I just started uh like making beats and going to shows so for probably the first like i mean it was it was like six years uh of consistently just staying in my room making beats and going to shows i and i didn't put out another project right. until 2009 um so then 2009 i put out my album mr nice guy and that's when i t started like taking it seriously and that's where i got the name nice guy entertainment and um after that like i you know i actually like started building a name for myself and i don't i don't know if, if this is like 100 true but i met uh this girl who was dating this supposedly dating this a and r at def jam and supposedly yeah. My shit got circulated around the Def Jam offices, but I was just That's so, fine. I was just so different that they didn't know what to do with me. You know, they they were like, right. "Oh, he's dope," but we don't know what to do with him. And so, you know, I I did my thing, and then I met my girlfriend, and 
when I met her, I was like, I got to get my shit together because she had like all her shit together. Like, I, and I was just like, not that I wasn't doing anything with my life, but I was working like a part time job. I was just like staying in my room making music. Like, I didn't have anything going for myself. I didn't have a driver's license. I didn't, you know, I I just was kind of just, you know, being a bum for a while. And yeah, <laughs> I finally got a driver's license, got my shit together, and then a couple years roll roll by. Like, I'm still doing shows. But then I decided to go to uh, IPR. I don't know if you're familiar with IPR. Yeah, 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 the music school. Yep, music school. So I started there at like 29, and I had the idea to start Nice Entertainment as a record label. And then, uh, so I I ran Nice Entertainment for like five years. Um, you know, I had like tons of artists. We did tons of shows. Kind of built my name through through that. You know, just being a producer, and and I put out another project and doing that. But then the pandemic uh, kind of shifted gears well my mom getting sick my mom getting sick in 2018 um made me completely shift gears and the pandemic just kind of threw a wrench and shit um so right now i'm kind of i'm kind of at this weird point where like i know i got potential i mean i've been making beats for like 20 years at this point so my shit is like ready to go yeah right (laughs) it's there and i got you know i got the connections but i just i don't have the I don't know. I just don't have the it's not that I'm not focused because I'm focused and I'm still working. But I the problem is, I think I built so many ideas over the last 20 years that I don't yeah. know which one to put all my eggs in, you know, which basket to put right. all my eggs in. Okay, I see. Yeah, because you got a bunch of options to go with. Right. So so at this point, when my mom passed, I uh, I've mentioned this on the podcast a bunch of times. I made my mom a promise that um I'd win a Grammy. And I'm so my goal is to to win a Grammy in 2025, right before I turn 40. Um, so, um, so over the next three years, I'm just, I'm trying to produce like crazy. So, so like any, any artist that that's hungry that, you know, that what, you know, is like ready to go, you know, ready to record to my beats. I'm just like, let's, let's get it. And that's the thing I'm actually trying to find too, a consistent producer. So we should definitely look up and see if we make some fire together. Cause that'd be hard. That's a huge goal too. I fuck with that vision. That's definitely a, like a nice um, goal to set for yourself. I feel like if, it, if, and when I get to that point, it it's just going to make the last, you know, 20 plus years, just like all worth it. You know, like, like at that point, like all, all the setbacks and all the, um, you know, hardships and just everything. It it'll just be that much more sweet, you know. Exactly. Hard work pays off, bro. You definitely gonna reach it. I believe in you. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, so how do how do you uh find that you stay consistent? Like how do how do you find the drive to 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 because yeah, you put out uh you know consistent content. I've noticed like like your Instagram is pretty popping, and yeah. you know you got consistent songs on SoundCloud. How do you find that drive to stay consistent? Um, honestly, I just like really creating but it's about like because the creating part is not really it doesn't become like a challenge for me because it's like something that i actually love to do and i feel like that'd be the difference in a lot of people like you can tell who loves it or who's just doing it to do it but it's like who am i to compare but for me i like to just create so that's just part of my process if i know i'm going to be creating then like i don't really focus on sharing it because it's like at the end of the day it's going to get shared at some point so it's like it just capture the moment and then it kind of be like, damn, OK, this is cool. Like he's doing something cool, you know, but I just like the process of creating to be real with you. I think that that's what separates a lot of artists is, um, you know, just loving the journey, loving the process, you know, loving what you yeah. do that much. And you don't think about, you know, the numbers when you're when you're, you know, just busy working and creating. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like you're gonna see that increase as much as you're putting in the work. So it's like really that shit comes last. Like it's whatever. But I enjoy it seeing myself like that self evolution. It's like damn, okay. Two years ago, I was making songs like this, but now I can make like, oh no, that shit's crazy to me. I really fuck with it. Hell yeah! Did did you have a name change by the way? Like, did you change your stage name? Yeah, I just changed it going into this year to Goldilocks. That's the one I'm gonna stay with. But it was Tessie before. You know, I was like kind of confused because some of the the stuff that I saw, you were under Tessie, and then some of the yeah. stuff it was it was Goldilocks. So I, you know, I I I figured because I, I saw Goldilocks on all your shit, so I was like, okay, he's Goldilocks now. So. Yeah. That, that's dope so wh- why'd you decide the name change i look at myself more as like a brand now so it's like if i want to make a brand you want to make a brand like unique you know and i feel like damn you search up tezzy like there's gonna be hella shit that pops up for it but if you're like goldilocks it's like all right who is that what is that it's like it's like something that makes people more interested by the name change you know rather than having to search to find me and all that shit so it's like I like it. That's dope. Was it based on the hair then? Uh, that too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Word. That's what's up. Is is Tezzy just like a is is that a play off your real name? My real name's Cortez, but then okay. like my family and shit calls me Tezzy. But then over time, like my friends and shit start calling me Tez and Tezzy. So it's like it was. I just ran with it. I just assumed your name was probably Cortez. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I got my name B McC Man because uh, it was just a nickname growing up. Yeah. I think it was like right before I started rapping because everybody just knew like even before I started rapping. I, you know, I like, I, my love for rap came from like, I can't remember a time with like when I didn't listen to rap. I mean, cause I'm from Southern California and, you know, 30 years ago when I was seven years, you know, six, seven years old, I was bumping Dre, dude. Um, so, so like, like, so Snoop, Dre, like I was like seven years old bumping that shit. So like every, everybody, like when I moved to Minnesota, um like growing up everybody knew me as like the kid that loved rap because you know i I went to a you know suburban school i was like the only kid at the time that i knew that bumped rap so everybody was you know was everybody else that i knew like at the time was listening to like alternative or like or like pop punk and shit like that yeah um and one kid came up to me one day he's like yo what's good b mcsee and at first i had no idea what the fuck he was talking about i was like b mcc and he's like brandon mccollum it's your rap name and he just he just said it just like that and i'm like oh okay and it just for some reason it just stuck i don't even remember how like it followed me through you know like the next year or two when i started rapping and that's how i got my name and i feel i feel like um i feel like that's how a lot of people get their names it's just it's just how you you know grew up and shit yeah, most definitely people just go by the nicknames that people call them over throughout their childhood. It's up to you and not really want to stick with it, but I feel like for a beginning, it's always nice. Yep. Yeah, I love the name Goldilocks, though. That's that's freaking fresh. Um, Appreciate it. Hell yeah. So uh, has the pandemic affected your creativity at all? Has, has that caused any setbacks for you? But not so much now, but like in the beginning, it was hard being like, damn, I'm really in the house like <laughs> 24-7. It was kind of like getting to know myself again. But then it was like after like a few months went by, it was kind of nice because it was like, damn, I'm actually getting to know myself, you know? So then it like became part of the creative process because I knew myself more and like what I like, you know, what I don't like, the sounds I like. So it was like, it took a little process, but the beginning was hard for sure. So did you get get back into performing shows that uh in 2021 then yeah 2021 i did i actually hosted my first show myself and then i closed out the year at creative studio for their new year's show so i did about like two two shows or maybe three during like the actual pandemic in itself but 
I did get back to doing shows again. Hell yeah, yeah. I used to I used to book and host shows myself. That was that was kind of what I got known for uh, when I first started Nice Guy Entertainment as a record label. Um, I, I had shit pop in between like 2015 and and 2018 with just like that. That was just what I did. Um, so that's that's dope that you got to host your own stuff. Yeah, man. It was definitely it was an experience. It was an experience for sure. <laughs> so who are those uh, creative Minneapolis guys? Like I, I follow them on Instagram too, but I don't really I don't really know. It it seems like a cool thing. Is that like a it's like a space where they do a bunch of stuff, right? It's owned by this lady named Liz. Shout out to Liz. She's dope. Uh, it's like a I would say almost a venue, but not really because they have like they have a studio in the back too as well. You can rent out. And then, like, they have ones where you can, like, close out the front of it, and it's, like, post shows, but they have a photography space. So they kind of do, like, all around, but, yeah, very cool space. I'll have to co- go check that out. Um, so what are your ultimate career goals? Like, where do you see yourself in the next few years? Like, where, where do you want to get to? Man, my career goals? Sheesh. Honestly, I just want to get to a point where I'm, like, why I can stay, like, like, this is it, you know? Like, damn, I finally got able to be, like, my voice not doesn't really matter, but it's like you can feel like the people around you support you a lot. And then it's like, I want to build a team. Like, I want to build a brand. Like, I just want to make, like, not have to go back and forth with, like, being Cortez and being Goldie. Because, you know, there's a point in your life when you're, like, balancing the two. Like, I can't wait to make the one just like, all right, this is my life. No, this is what I'm doing. Just full of, like, business mode, you know? Really get shit on lock. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean that's that's basically what I had to do when I started Nice Guy Entertainment because I never knew how to brand B McSee. I was like, how do I brand the name B McSee? And then when I came up with the name Nice Guy Entertainment, it's just like everything just started clicking for me as far as like the oh, brand. I should was flowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, cause cause my my buddy uh, he he ended up designing the logo and you know like I said like we ran it as a label for a while and we got shit popping for a bit and yeah it just it all just kind of clicked. And so that that's super dope that you you realize that that you um want to do that that you want to just ha- just have a consistent brand. That's one of my biggest goals is really like establishing the brand cuz like you can be an artist being an artist is hard but like being an artist takes you like you have to see that. If you like you can't just drop music and think like damn I'm going to be there one day. It's like nah, it's more than music, it's deeper than music. The music comes first, don't get me wrong, but like it's deeper than music. That's why a lot of people don't end up making it because they just don't understand that. They don't understand that that you have to view yourself as a brand. You have to know how to market. You know, there there's so much more, you know, that goes into being an artist these days. I mean, especially when you don't have a major label pushing you. So it's it's dope. It's dope that you realize that you know so early in your career. Um, yeah. And I and I do feel like it'll it'll really take you places because because I, I definitely see that as a you know just just dope and smart it's 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 just smart to see yourself as a brand. Appreciate that. And speaking of that, so like, what advice would you give like a younger you just starting out, like like any younger artist just starting out? Don't get too caught up in what's like trending. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people do that and they kind of forget like themselves. But I feel like being the most successful artist is like you being yourself because it's unique, you know? It's like there's already a little baby. There's already a little yachty. There's already a something, you know? So it's like whatever steps they did isn't going to work for you because like it might or it may not. But like most likely going with yourself is going to work more than trying to be like somebody else. That's what I would tell my younger self or any younger artist. Just be you. And that should have 
it'll work out. Hell yeah. I mean, and that's something that I feel like I can relate to and um cuz I never like I when I started rapping, I mean like like I said, like I didn't have a lot of friends that were into hip hop, so like I kind of just started on my own. Like I had like one or two friends that I started with, but like I didn't really, you know, I had like Tupac to look up to, you know, you know, Dre, like Snoop, all the, all my idols or whatever, but I didn't really have any any um anybody to kind of like model myself after. So I just kind of always did yeah. my own thing, you know, and that's that's why I was clowned in school because I was like I was like authentically me just right out of the gate. Hey, you know what? That's so funny because in like high school, when I dropped my first song too, I dropped like two songs in high school, and then like people were like, "Oh, you should make it like this. You should do it like that." You know, like it was funny because you just hearing all these opinions, but you're so young, so you're like, "Damn, man!" But it was like in the long run, it worked out because at the end of the day, you know, people are gonna have their opinions anyway. Like that never stops. It was like, damn. It was like a tough lesson at the time, but like now that I think about it, it's like funny. Like, ah, uh, that shit never stops. That's dope that you you realize that too, because I feel like, I mean, even though, like I said, like I, you know, kind of always did my own thing. At the same time, I think I, over the years, if, if one thing that I could give my younger self is like, is you know, not listening to opinions and and always yeah. being myself, no matter what, you know, because I feel like. I did kind of let people's opinions shape what I, you know, where I, you know, oh, I see you just as a booking guy. Oh, I see you as a manager. Oh, I see you as this. I see you as that. And the second that I backed up and I'm like, nah, like I'm a producer first and foremost. I'm a, I'm a lyricist. Like I make content. Like I'm not just this one fucking thing that you label me as. People gonna try to throw you in that box, but like that shit, yep. like it beats you up, you know? I feel it too. I definitely feel what you're saying. That shit definitely gets to you. But at the end of the day, it's like, if you realize you're more, then you're gonna do more. So I feel yep. you. I definitely respect you for going out and be like, nah, I do producing, I do creative shit, and I can host and book your ass. So it's like, I feel that, bro. You definitely gotta do it. Nobody will. Yeah, exactly. And yes, I mean, that 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 is one thing. Like everybody, everybody will try to force their opinions on on what they think you should be doing. You know, like everybody will do that. And I th- I think it takes like and that's what that's what it takes, man. Is just is just tuning that shit out. You know, just just putting your fingers in your ear and be like, Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I respect you, but I don't hear you right now. I'm focused right. <laughs> on you know doing this um, and being the best that I can be and what I want to do. You know, big facts. That's true. I definitely feel you on that. We'll cut this a little short, uh, just because I, I like to do shorter content these days. But um, do you have any last words for the people? Last words for the people. To any creative out there, I would definitely just say keep pushing, man. Don't worry about the support. Don't worry about people not paying attention. Because if you love it and you're passionate about it, that shit is definitely going to get noticed eventually. You just got to stay dedicated and keep putting out the work, man. That's all that matters. Wise words, man. Well... Bro, thank you, man. It, it's been it's been great connecting with you. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Shout out to nice guy ENT, man.